Hello and welcome to another edition of the Moving Iron Podcast. This podcast is proudly provided by Axon, helping dealers move more iron for almost 100 years. Find out more at axontire.com. Axon was started almost 100 years ago out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. It's that same passion that drives them today. With a vision for a better experience for both farmer and dealer, they set out to create a better way to move more iron. When you partner with Axon, you get immediate access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. Axon carries all major brands and sizes of tires, wheels, and tracks. From custom colors and sizes to fully customized wheels, you can have the solution for virtually any problem today's farmer is trying to solve. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 228. This edition of Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. Also, Arrow, go to heyarrow.com and see what kind of great tools are out there to help your salespeople sell more stuff. Do you like to sell more stuff, Aaron? Nope, not no? a bit. I don't like it either. It's because it creates work. And right. You got, it got a whole yeah. thing. Who wants know? money? Nobody likes money. Piss on them. I'm going home. Because the thing between, between you and that money is paperwork. Right. And if you're like me, paperwork kind of sucks. But you can buy lots of like... 40-year-old tractors and sure. shit with that money. You can. You can and do that, a lot that's of that. What, kind of that's what changes the mindset. Yeah. So if you're looking for a place to go look at a seamless integration of less data entry and more selling ability, check out Arrow. Go to heyarrow.com and check out what they have there. All right, Aaron. Hey, Arrow. Hey, Is Arrow. that like a Harrow? Pretty close, but it didn't have spike tooth. What, maybe it's coil time. It could be coil time. I think it's more like drag hero. Mm. You know, like baseball diamond stuff. Right. right? <clears throat> kind of break up that chain hard pan. Yeah, it's kind of break up the hard yeah, pan on top a chain just, just a little bit, you know, <clears throat> but not quite enough to really do any damage. Right. That right. way you get that good second base slide going. Yeah. That way you <laughs> slide right in there. Okay. Well, how you been, man? Good. Been a couple weeks since we had a chance to talk. Back from the summit. Back from the summit. The summit. We had an opportunity to sit down there with me, you, Eddie Claxton, Matt Hassel. Who else is there? Lou Bordonet? No, Lou wasn't there. No, Lou wasn't there. Uh, Brent. Brent Bowen, Bryant Roberts, Uh, and uh, Adam Ferner. Yeah. All had a little nice little chit-chat about what was going on. Got a nice view of what was going on outside of the two counties that we live in. So that was a that was a change of pace, but that was a, that was a heavily southern. It very group. Well, yeah. There was there was a lot of southern. You had south, deep south, Georgia, Georgia, and North like, Carolina. Yeah, you, you see, you had you had south, deep south, and like Argentina. So I mean, it was it was it was way down there. So, <laughs> but Chile. <laughs> no, we had a good conversation there. Fall period. We we're in the infamous last quarter of the year. Which typically is two things. One, you got high volume auction stuff going on. You've got high volume, maybe need to burn some tax money. This year is a little bit different year because, yeah, there's auctions that you can go buy stuff at. Mm-hmm. There's a few retirement auctions, estate auctions, those kind of things. 
little bit of equipment on the overall dealer kind of lot, you know, whatever you want to say, however you want to call that. But it's just there's not a lot of it out there. No. Right? Low inventories. Low inventories. And we don't have much carry out. No, we don't. <laughs> we sure don't. Our WASDI report would be a the the uh, uh, the market would be going crazy. <clears throat> but when you take a look at the things that are out there right now, there are some driving factors we've talked about in the past, and this is one thing that we've kept close attention to the whole time we've been doing this. So this at least this last half of the year is watching the combine marketplace. So if you want to go back and take a listen to what we reported it the end of August, 1st of September, there were 10,500-ish combines on Tractor House's website, tractorhouse.com, right? Now, if you fast forward to today's date, which is Wednesday, 28th. September 29th, 29th, 2021, there are now 9,353 combines out there. We made a big deal out about of tractors and how how fast they fell off and all those kind of things. This is a uh, uh, of epic proportions. I think is the best way to put this. When it gets to five thousand, then I'll throw the epic proportions out there. Well, but. Think about how far that's come down from the beginning of the year. Though. But keep in mind too, you know, the ninety three hundred. That's from a fifty five round back to. X9. Yeah, no, that's true. That's every color, every size. Every color, every size. But if you look at what's out there, um, bah, 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 where you at? There you are. If you go out there and take a look what's there, I mean, as far as that whole mix goes, um, you know, Alice Chalmers still got seven combines out there for still if you're looking for one. Good job, Alice. You know, they're, they're hanging on tooth and nail. But if you look at, at, the, at the big five, you know, if you take a look at... Um, Kloss has got 550. You've got Lexion out there, which that Lexion and Kloss, the same thing. So there's actually 583. Um, Massey, there's 197. There's two Massey Harris's out there. So there you go. Those are from the, the original um, combine run back the, in. Yeah, uh, they're, they're the 21 A's from Harvest Brigade. <laughs> Gleaner's 355. Uh, John Deere, there's 4488. Case, there's 2643. So if you really stop and think about that for a minute, that number from the first year is about 4,000 ish off of where it's at. Yeah, I get it. That's a big number, dude. Yeah. So we're talking about 30% reduction, 35% reduction in the overall. Um, to start combine thing yeah so <laughs> there it is it is a uh, it is a it is a big deal and I think that there's a the, the reason I think that this is happening more than anything is one it's one of the few things that it, that are still in relatively high demand I mean high inventory numbers comparatively like you know if you wanted to go buy a, a three-year-old tractor with you know whatever 1500 hours on it you better be the first. You better know someone that knows someone on the inside, right? So you can get that, right? right. <clears throat> if you want to buy a two-year-old combine with five hundred hours on it, you really don't need to know anybody. No, no. <laughs> no. Grab your phone. <laughs> Just pick the phone up and call someone, right? You can still do that. But again, combines still are one of those. The one machine that never really got updated that much, right? Over the last five years, 
guys ran those and just kept fixing them, kept fixing them, kept yeah. fixing them. You know, putting the wear parts in there, the belts, the things, those kind of things. And oh yeah, because we we've sold a lot of we've sold new combines to guys who've traded in fourteens, fifteens mm-hmm. for the new one, right? Which is what they did last time, right? Yeah. So now, as you as you take a look at this, the odd thing about this though, the the big 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 differentiation that we saw in this combine market compared to the combine market we saw in 12, 13, 14 is that typically if you sold a combine, used combine, you also sold a used head. Right. right? Either it was a platform head or a corn head or something like that. One of those two things happened, if not both, right? In today's market, everybody updated all their corn heads and their platform heads and then we're like, yo, you know what? We probably should update the combine too, I guess now. Because it was so disgustingly hard to trade right. for the longest time on combines that now, you know, if you take a look at where they're at now, it's not that bad compared, like, when you start looking at the big picture, like, what it was to trade a combine to where it is today to trade a combine, those numbers aren't nearly as far apart as they were. Explain that a little bit. So trade values have come up a little bit on, on machines, uh, you know you know what I mean? They're not, but the other side of that too, the flip side of all of that is the amount of machines that are coming, conversations that I'm having with machines that are like 1800s up. Oh, yeah. You know, that are 1500s up, those kind of machines. And they're, you know, the guy wants this, this one-year-old trade-in or two-year-old trade-in is coming in, but... His new one, the guy that's getting this one over here, you know, his new one got pushed back till whenever, you know, after harvest. So now that 1,500 or 1,800 separator hours is now going to be, you know, it might be 1,650 to 1,900, you know, 1,952,000, something like that. So now what I'm seeing happening, and you tell me this because you, you deal with a lot more combines than I do, but what I'm seeing start to happen is that that new kind of what that that hour range mm-hmm. is has changed right it's no longer the 1500 hour combine that that's this price that was the same price machine now that was 1500 hours six eight months ago it's now the new 1700 hour machine and that's at that price now so so like one like so you had a 15 hour combine you're selling it for whatever 110,000 bucks today you're going to sell that same combine for 110,000 bucks but it's got 1,700 hours on it. A little bit. There, There's not... That, that is happening. Mm-hmm. That specific combine you're talking about is probably just a bad example because that machine, not really. It's worth what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Once you get over the 1,000, 1,200 set, there's less. Oh, it's worth more now. You right, know, yeah. There's a lot less of that. Yeah, the guy trading the one or two year old, mm-hmm. his is worth more. Yeah, that's a good point. Right, his is the the fourteen with fifteen hundred set is not right. You know, so there there is some of that going on out there. There's there is far less of that in the combine world than the tractor world, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, I am a firm believer in I don't care what corn is worth and I don't care what is going on in the ag economy. There's one way to price combines and do not differentiate from that. 
if things are good, that just means you're going to sell them. Other than parking them and looking at them till they get aged and then and then dumping them. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> there there is some of that going on out there. It's definitely a bigger thing on late model, low hour than it is random run of the mill. The run of the mill stuff. It's, it's just at where it's at. It, it's a commodity. You know, and I, I would agree with that 100% of what you're saying is that, but it's very pocketed. In the, it, it is very pocketed. And there, and it's. I mean, if you have a late model, low hour combine, I'm talking like a 250 sub per right, hour or less. Under combine, 300 sub. That's a whole different story than the 750 to 1500 right. hour machine, right? right? It's a different different conversation you're having. I, you, you could even go as far as to say. Draw a line in the sand at 500. Under 500, mm-hmm. you got some gravy coming. Over 500, next. Right. It's it's a process. Yeah, there's I think. Nothing special. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a process about the combine thing, especially. Um, it's. I'm still. I want to wait to see what January looks like. Cast things kind of cascade out, and then how many of those. Those, the 12, 13, 14 model combines that we talk about all the time on here, how many of those combines are on the marketplace and what does that look like? Because there for the longest time we had, you know, we had very few, um, you know, zero to 300, or 300 horsepower, 300 hour machines on the marketplace. And then we had this big jump up, you know, at about 1,000, you know, to 1,500, 1,700 machines. And then it, then, you know, then it started trickling off. And then lately we, we you know, until. That that big spike, yeah, it's always there. It just follows those machines in age because it's all the 12, 13, 14 combines. Right. Now, what we did see before that, though, in a, in a kind of, I would say, from March, April, May time frame, is that we saw a bit of a spike up in that 0 to 300, you know, a little spike up in the, you know, the 3 to 500, you know, and then... The the thousand to fifteen hundred were still there, and they kind of fell off. And then you started seeing the rise of like the the you know two thousand hour machine, twenty five hundred hour machine, all those things. Now, I want to graph all that out here in January and see how many low late late and low we have, how many totally wore out, and how many you know is that thousand to fifteen hundred hour machine still the big glut of machinery that we have and i think it's going to be like that because any of these any machines that are on this side of the the left side of the bell curve that's that late model low hour stuff it's going to be gone yeah well yeah and you're that glut the glut is really finely it's coming down it's really thinning it's really thinning out It, it is there's if you look at even just Say three years ago, you had you might have a dealer that has a thirteen six seventy right for ninety something right, and the next state over there's a dealer with a thirteen six seventy for one seventy five right. They're just they're all over hell to no rhyme or reason right. You know, and that was because. Everybody's doing their thing, trading combines, trading combines. Economy goes to absolute shit. The aggressive guys 
look out the window and go, oh, my God, we've got to start dumping shit. Mm-hmm. So you start dumping those combines. They're all going to auction. You know, they're export. They're wholesale. They're going wherever. They're just getting the hell out of here. Right. And then you have the, ah, man, we just, we, just, we just can't digest that. We're gonna. We're just gonna have to hang on to it and hope, and that's yep. and that's how you get. That's how you get into that realm. We're there. Those are old enough machines, far enough down the line now. I think just about everybody, in everybody's viewpoint, their their commodity status as the word you sure. like to use, and they are what they are. Mm-hmm. So. I think that glut, I think it's in the rearview mirror. Yeah. I think it's in the back seat, but it's in there. It's still in the rearview mirror. It's not ahead of us or beside us or anything like that. Right. It's we're moving on from that. And the good thing is, since can't get anything new, there's not going to be a uh, horrible flush of two-year-old machines like yeah. we dealt with last time. Yeah. The one thing about those the machines that, that we're talking about, those higher hour machines that we're talking about, is that the international marketplace now has more money available than what they had to start with. Right. So when you start looking at putting a $90,000 combine on a ship and sending it over the ocean for twenty or 25000 bucks, which is probably more than that now, twenty or $25,000, uh, and, and then you start looking at those, are there's, there's more people that have cash now that they're ready to start doing stuff with that right. we saw we've seen in the last five or seven years so which those those combines that we're talking about that's a perfect combine marketplace for those right Right. it's that emerging market out there that, that guys are looking to, to send mm-hmm. those to and guys are looking to buy them because I mean I think about it if you use just use Ukraine for example by the time you get it over there and you pay you know whatever that $90,000 combine now is you're selling it for like 185000 bucks. <laughs> exactly well yeah $185,000 and which is like 4.2 billion grievous I mean, it's, it's it's a big number you know <laughs> it's it's a big number but it's you know <clears throat> this next month October is going to be I think for the entire marketplace. It's going to be a festival out here. <laughs> Oktoberfest, sure. <laughs> sure, we're all going to... We're going to drink from the... Das Boot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much equipment. Everyone we've talked to, everyone I talked to, Case, New Holland, Deer, whomever, so much equipment's going to get dropped in December. Or, sorry, October. That... How's that? What's that look like for used equipment? Now, the reason I don't think it's going to play a big factor in the amount of used equipment that we see, numbers might jump up initially because they're just running it through their systems and it gets advertised, this, that, another thing. The overwhelming majority of the stuff that's coming in on trade this fall is already pre-sold. Right. If not, it's because there's 57 people who want it, but they're waiting for it to come in. Right. So now you've got the guy that's got the new one sold, that first trade sold, and somebody else has got the second trade sold, and somebody else has got the third trade sold. And if it's a combine, that third trade is probably leaving. Probably. Yeah. They're, they're, they're your glut machine that's going to Eastern Europe, South America, Africa, Central America, China. China, yep. So it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing 
to see. To, I think it'll be amazing to see what happens between now and January. That there's going to be a bunch of stuff that gets this fourth quarter. I think a lot of stuff's going to show up. It's going to. You're right. It's going to look like a like a five day paper transaction. Right. And it'll be, bam. You know. Oh man, we have eighty six row crop tractors. Yeah. Wake up the next day. Nope, we have thirty. Right. <laughs> well, think about think about about all the southern the southern dealers that we talked to and how heavy they are on row crop tractors yeah year in and year out every con- a lot of the conversation we have those guys were man not only do i have the first trade sold already i got the second third and in some cases even the fourth trade so we're just waiting for the new one to get here right and those are typically when the new ones go out those guys start calling us yeah like hey yeah nine months from now i'm gonna have 30 tractors can right. you take any yeah and it's usually, oh yeah, we'll we'll look at it. You know, now it's like, oh my god, do you do you have any of those fleet tractors? No, yeah. they're all sold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, as you look at that picture, that's a that's even a uh, another another layer on top of that. So it's like an onion and an ogre. Well, it's like a, it's like an onion that you're peeling back the layers, and all of a sudden you hit a hollow center. Yeah. Because there's nothing there. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's the that's that's where we're at right now with with this used equipment marketplace is that that's why I think and I've said this before that the short line stuff is going to be what carries the day because it's going to be if I mean any if, dealer that, if you have it sitting well yeah but it, a lot of dealers kind of cut back on short line orders because they still had seventeen and eighteen and nineteen new right stuff you know and now that stuff's gone right but now you're looking at we got two new disc rippers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they're on their third set of points from demos, but they're new. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's never been settled yet, so it's still new, right? As you look at those kind of things, you know, like grain carts, I think, are going to be a big thing that get, after harvest, they're going to be a big thing that get um, yeah. flushed out, right? We're going to see a big glut of grain carts that hit, and augers, right? There's going to be a lot of augers and a lot of grain carts. That get a lot started. of support equipment yeah, a lot type of support stuff. Equipment. Seed tenders, Seed tenders fuel, trailers. fuel trailers, those kind of things. Yep, all because that kind of stuff. guys are like, okay, I need to trade this to you because I've got 50 grand to burn or i got to pay it to the government. So mm-hmm. how many how many grain carts or how many fuel trailers do you have? <laughs> right. <laughs> I need two fuel trailers, four lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> Three weed eaters. I like to put and two gun safes. I like okay, to put a uh, a discount structure together on on your remaining stock of edgers because you know I'm, you know what kind of discount can I get if I buy fifty exactly. So I mean I think those are that's one of the bigger things we're going to see happen now and and a lot of too a lot of the older some of the nicer used shoreline stuff grain carts those kind of things all I mean those things are all gone too like they're oh, gone yeah. now they're they're just you know. as hot as. Anything good used in five years to one year, yeah. doesn't matter what the hell it is. It's hotter than fire. Yeah. Everything is that way. So I think a lot of support equipment stuff is going to be um, uh, support equipment in general. I mean, grain trailers. I mean, yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's all going to just it's all going to take off and run. So um, January is going to be a, a, a very unique time to take a look back from January 1 of, of 21 to January 31st. Yeah. December 31st. Yeah, that, that'll that be know. a, that'll be a, 
It'll be a, a very unique, interesting case study. Yeah, to take a look at that and then compare that. And then, moreover, taking a look at going into 22. So if you're starting out a year with no nothing in the cupboard, how's that going to work going at the end of 22? What's that look like? Depends if you like handing out carts at Walmart or not. That's true. Because that's where you're headed. Well, because I think... That's where I'm headed. Well, no, I mean, but the thing about the thing about 22 that's going to be uniquely uh, unique about 22 is that it's it's like those um, like those scenes in the movie, you know, when you've got like an, a, some kind of post-apocalyptic thing happens, right? And everyone's someone finds like four bags of rice, and everyone's like, only it's microchips. It's only microchips, yeah. <laughs> and everyone like bum rushes this place with the four bags of rice. And they tend to end up ripping open the bag of rice so nobody gets any rice. Right. Which I've watched, I mean, like, come on, right? It's going to be the same thing. There's going to be, like, three or four pockets of time throughout 2022 when all the stuff hits, and then it's going to go away. Then all the stuff hits, and then it all goes away. You know? Yeah, I get it. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see if 22 follows a similar pattern that 21 followed. Because now, 22 is, like, everybody understands what... Well, like, 21 started started a little bit above even keel, I would say. Yeah. And then very quickly got hot. Yeah. And then very quickly turned into the shit show we're in. Right. So if 22 was to mirror that same scale, we're starting with shit show. Where do we go from there? But here's the deal. Everybody understands what a zombie looks like now. Well, I get, yeah. You know I what I mean? That. So now everyone knows how to handle the situation. Right. Conversation we had with plenty of customers where, a lot of customers where, hey, we need, if, you want, if you're interested in doing this, you need to do it now. I bet if I come up with X, you know, you're going to give me Y. And we're like, no. <laughs> no. <not."> no. <laughs> we're going to give you yeah. a flaming bag you have you have thirty seconds if you want that combine in yeah. two years, right? And that's kind of one of those things where, as as we had that conversation, with them, I think now when you go to have that conversation with somebody, you're like, hey, listen, if you really want this machine, this huge machine, I'm telling you right now, when I hit this button, everyone's going to see it. So, just if you're interested in, let's you know, let's figure it out. And I think more of that stuff is starting to kind of take hold. Twenty two is going to be quick decision-making quicker than we saw in 21. And, and 21's decision-making has is, is really sped up oh, as the yeah. year has gone along. So I can't imagine how much faster it's going to get in 22. Guys have a shopping list, and I need a A, B, C, and D, and I, in no particular order. I just need these things somewhere along the way, and they're going to start scratching those things off the list as they move up and down right. the list. So, Milk, bread, eggs, yeah. 8RX. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly right. Half and half. Exact whatever, merge. You know, lunch meat. Yep. So as that as that thing progresses along, it'll be interesting to see how the overarching structure continues to grow and what these numbers look like. On uh, that stuff out there listed on the internet. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? It'll be. It's. I. It, you just get stuck saying the same thing all the time. You know, shit show. It's an adventure. Blah blah. But it is every damn day is something. Yep. Yep. So this is probably the first year in my entire career that I have had a month where I have unsold more equipment than sold. Yeah. 
be like, oh, yep, that should be in here, and we'll get her settled up end of the month and get her delivered and oh guess what that's going back to the farmer because the new one didn't show up right and then your trade that this guy bought same thing and oh my god yeah it's uh i'm i'm i'm, I'm fed up with it well if, if you think it's bad now just just continue to it's pretty continue yeah, to wait. really looking forward to it yeah no i think i am i am anxious to see what happens because there's going to be decision making is going to be a, a a different animal of all kinds. Yeah. Because I mean it's everything, man. It's not just machines. It's not just parts. It's I mean freaking natural gas is. They're afraid we're going to run out of natural gas. From what I understand, propane is pretty much out. Well, every every damn input. Yeah. Glyphosate. Yeah. You know, fertilizer. Yeah. Seed. Yeah. Everything is like e- even that shit is either short, missing, eight times higher than it should be. I mean, everything is just insane. So the last podcast that I did with Sean Hackett uh, on Tuesday, we we talked about talked about this, and he he he's basically said you know like the idea of just in time inventory is going to go to the wayside because guys now that don't have feed for their cattle. Right, they're scrambling to find hay. They're scrambling to find this, that, and other thing. Mm-hmm. You know, all these different manufacturing companies out there that don't have X, Y, and Z. What will it look like? Um, you know, are you going to keep back ten or fifteen percent of your crop now because you know you got to feed something? Some if you're especially got cows, you got to feed something, yeah. right? So what's that look like? And all those things. So it's going to be crazy. And then throw cold winter on top of all that. Pass. Winter is coming. Pass. Hard pass. <laughs> Winter is coming. So. <laughs> Watch the white walkers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good stuff, man. If uh, folks want to reach out to you, get more information, Aaron, about stuff that you got going and just or pick your brain about what's happening out there, what's the best way to do it? Well, probably call me or text me, 308. <laughs> Seven six zero one one nine three, or I am fairly active. Or excuse me, I was fairly active on the Twitterverse, but I don't wholesale a lot of lawnmowers and stuff like that. So I did put four combines on there in the last three months. That's about yeah. what we got. Yeah, but I do throw out uh, off-branded stuff, uh, a lot of combines just whatever we got that I can make you a deal on. I throw a lot of stuff out there and keeps guys pretty engaged, so look right for on. me on there, too. Right on. But, you know, selling lawnmowers, it's not a, it's not a bad gig. No. You get, you know, you can put, like, 30 in a container. Yeah, probably ought to look into that yeah. a little closer next year. Get a little road stand something along yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's Aaron's lawn mo- lawn care and stuff. Uh, That's got to get a ring to it. Buy your buy your D series trade ins, <laughs> container full at a time. Yeah. Good stuff, man. All right. I am Casey Seymour. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's where you're going to find all the latest editions of the Moving Iron podcast as well. Uh, go to movingironllc.com for all things Moving Iron related. And uh, here before too long, and probably about another. 30 days, I'll make the announcement for the Moving Iron Summit as to where that's going to be at next year. Alliance, uh, Nebraska. Alliance, Nebraska. Probably not on the short list. 
Um, but it was a good, good call, though. We could, I guess we could have the old Kmart building. No, we have an open skies, man. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I got a 40 by 80 shed. Nice. There we go. That works Folding well. Folding tables. Folding tables, dirt floor. No rock. Rock. Oh, even better. Hell yeah. That dude. way you can't scoot out. We're of your fancy chair. now. Yeah. So that's like an Applebee's well. date night, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I freaking hate that song. There we my being. <laughs> hate that song. All right. So. Pay attention to that and uh, check out the website. We'll hear have some stuff pop up there. So with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fintel. Let's go with some iron, folks. Out. You want to have a meaningful competitive advantage to help sell more equipment. Whether you represent the sales, parts, or management department of an implement dealership, there's a surprising amount of complexity when it comes to tire, wheel, and track technology. Let Axon worry about that so you can get back to supporting your customers. Axon has leveraged years of experience to create a streamlined process that gives you a proven path to help today's grower and sell more equipment. The roots of their organization go back almost 100 years to the invention of the rubber tractor tire. Supporting agriculture is the number one driver of Axon from product development through sales and service. To find more or become an Axon dealer, head over to axontire.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hard-working people